The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hey, Anthony. Yeah? Can I ask you something? What? What's a dongle? Dongle is a USB port that connects into a computer. So, like... uh, So, you realize the port is what you connect like that's the part of the computer that you connect the dongle no, no to. I, okay so the dongle is the thing that plugs into the port in the computer but what's the thing that's what's the thing what's the dongle the dongle can be like the little thing that po- that you pull out of the mouse like a wireless mouse or but what like, is that thing what is it i guess it's like a little memory like it's like it's almost like a memory chip like a memory card i don't know what I don't, it's a memory card no it's like it's got like the little like it's a USB plug, basically. It's basically like a. It's a USB. It's what you plug into the USB port. But the dongle is the connector that connects from a device into the computer. <sighs> Nothing's changed. first ever episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined by co-host Anthony Mullen. Yeah, we can't stop. We're back, guys. If you know this show, or if you know us, you know we've had a few shows on the network, on the BICBP. BICBP Productions has a few shows on the network, Mm -hmm. I should say. We're kind of changing things around here. Yeah, Image, Uh, image comic style. Image Comics style. We're uh, going rogue. We're leaving the team. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, network is the banner, but Hell our yeah. thing is our BICBP Productions. Anyway, you've listened to our shows before. Uh, you know us from Back Issues, back in the day. Yep. Back Issues comic book podcast. Remember us from Hardly Awesome. Hardly Awesome. Where we were hardly awesome. We attempted. Uh, we've done a few other things, right? Like there was a different, wasn't there other shows we did here and there? No. Like we tried to to launch, wasn't there? Well, we did back oh, issues after dark. Yep. What else did we try to launch? I feel like there was something else. We launched. We attempted to do the. Uh, you did. Did wait? Did we do the game show or the skit show? I don't know. Was that would that be considered through that the was skit through, show through Harley Awesome? We were what trying are you to talking do skits. About? Did we, oh we improv were, the improv, improv show Harley Improv? But we never no, kicked it off. We, we never released it. it. There are episodes of Harley Improv where it's just us doing improv bits that's mm-hmm. never been released. Yeah, who I knows it'll ever that. see the light of day? Hopefully, maybe it won't. we'll repl- maybe we'll just release those little improv bits as part of this show. Maybe that'd be interesting. That could be fun. So, if you've been around for a while, you know Anthony and I. Uh, you've heard us start shows. You've heard us end shows. But we just can't stop. We want to do another show, and that's why Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Uh, it's it's like the same re- show. Yeah, right. It's, it's like a reboot. It's like a reboot, if you, you will. If you could say that. Speaking of reboots. Uh, uh, let me tell you something. Back in the day, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast, we had a news bit that came on, and we discussed the fact that there was a real-life superhero that lived out in Seattle, Washington. What was his name? Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. So true to any reboot, 
it only feels fitting that we start this new show with some news about Phoenix Jones, right? So here's the thing. When you do go for reboots, when they reboot anything, there's familiarity to it. But then they put in these little changes. That's why it's a reboot. Because it's not a remake. The remake is where everything's pretty much the same, mm-hmm. right? The reboot is where they're going to change some things. Sometimes the character that was a male is now going to be a female or, you know, whatever. Uh, Phoenix Jones in the back issues days was a superhero. Phoenix Jones in the in 2020 doesn't seem to be. What's going on, Anthony? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to you the news. What's going right. on? This is from uh, ComoNews.com. Como News. What is that? Where is that from? I have no idea. You sent me a link. <laughs> Como News. Seattle. Seattle. There you from. go. Okay. Seattle. Okay. And uh, it's an article. It's Real Life Superhero Phoenix Jones in Super Trouble Facing Drug Charges. Oh, I see what they did there. Super <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> By, I don't know how to pronounce the name. It's Q-U-I-X-E-M. Sure. Um, did you say drug, drug problems facing drug charges? Okay. What's the deal? So a local superhero known in the past for serving justice and helping the police combat crime in downtown Seattle is now in super trouble with the law, um, facing multiple drug charges after he allegedly sold methyl, methylene dihexamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethametham
What's his co- outfit like? What's his I costume? Know. I want to see the super know. costume. You'll have to look it up, dude. But that's pretty crazy, dude. Um, how funny, right? Like we're rebooting, just kind of us doing the show again uh, together. Uh, and then the first thing we're going to talk about in the news is Phoenix Jones getting busted for selling Molly. Oh my god, that's the best. That is great. That's the best. So, uh, what's been new with you, dude? Vinyl divers going strong. Vinyl divers going strong. I uh, missed the uh, last week's episode, but it's okay. I'm gonna put out. What was uh, what 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 have you been talking about so far in the new year? Um, uh, first episode I put out was the top ten from yeah, last the year. Billboard Billboard top ten. And then yeah. the second episode was a brief talk on uh, meatloaf, bad out of hell. Meatloaf. Yeah, I. I didn't realize there was so much in depth as I went in, and I felt very under overwhelmed. So I have to revisit. Under that. Or overwhelmed, very overwhelmed. <laughs> I didn't expect. So that your much. episode's like, uh, so guys, I was going to talk to you about this. I found out this, but there's a lot more. So I'll be back. <laughs> kind of. I was like, listen, we're going to talk about the music, but not in depthly. So I gave like reaction and opinion on the on the actual songs from the first album. Just oh, like okay. Very, so just a reactionary to the albums. But fine. it wasn't like a first reactionary. And I was like planning to go more in depth in on it. And as I was like prepping for it, I was like, holy shit, I can't do this. And like this is needs to be like built up or like gone. Uh, Put more like time into it. Deep dive. Produce I it, it better. I got to produce and do a deep dive on, on meatloaf. Are you going to try to get him on the show? <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, so that's it. What else you got going? Um, painting, painting little painting, people, painting minis, painting mini people. Yep. I enjoy painting minis. What's for, that about uh, for people that don't know what you mean when you say you're painting minis? So, for, so since, uh, the listeners last heard, I have gone hardcore into the, since nerdum. their last heard, that's disgusting. <laughs> since they last listened in yeah. uh, to us talking, I've gone even deeper into the nerdum. I love how you're assuming that the people listening have listened to us yeah. before. This I'm could just be guys, all new people. All right, guys. Completely. New listeners coming in. I'm a, I'm a hardcore geek, and I play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> so I like to paint the little minis that you'd play with on the game table, and it's, like, super relaxing. Little figurines. Little figurines are, like, little, like, I don't know, three inches tall. How many do you have? Yo, I got a lot. That's not a number. <laughs> I'm pushing, like, 30. Like What are you, building what? an army? Well, like I, I like one or two at a time, but they come in packets of two. So you paint them, and then you're like, "Oh wait, I want a dragon." So you like buy a dragon, you start painting a dragon. You get, but like, you get two more dragons. Like no, 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 no. Oh. Big, bigger pictures are like one at a time. Oh, but like I have a bunch of little tiny guys. Because so realistically, I probably bought like fifteen, twenty. I think the I doubled. think the politically correct term is small guys. Small small people. Small. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Well, they're not all guys though. So True. small people, so small people. Yes. There we go. That's that's the point. And they're not all the term. same race. Like some are like some orcs. Look, we're like... not getting into race talk here. Okay, we're not that kind of show. Well, I mean, like uh, half orc and like listen, elf. You know, no race talk on the show. I just started painting a new one for a new podcast. Hopefully, you were painting it for the podcast. Yep. Like, here's a gift for you. I'm glad you have a podcast. I painted you a mini. No, more like we have. No, more like we're going to be recording uh, a game of. D&D, and I'm painting my guy. Like, I'm going hardcore. Do you realize that people who really don't know you, you're, like, saying all this stuff. They're like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, I know, man. They're painting it for a podcast. Yep. So you're recording a D&D podcast. So we're going to be recording D&D podcast. With who? With Greg. Okay. From the podcasters. because he's Ah, the show podcasters. Yes, podcasters. I see. But, yeah. So for listeners that might not know that on the network... Uh, at BICBP-radio.com. You can find a whole bunch of podcasts on there uh, if this is where you found this show. 
awesome. But check out the other ones, including podcasters. So painting, painting little people, getting ready for a podcasters show. Yeah. I ran the I ran the uh, DM session for this. I ran a guest dungeon master session for the second episode, and I had all the figurines and everything. If you saw pictures or if you were there and you saw like the little figurines and everything, I pretty much painted everything. Nice, except for my brother and his friends. But yeah, how many people did you have there? Uh, there was like six of us. Not bad. That's not bad. No, wait. Playing the session, it was four, four of them, me. So five took five together. So yeah, it, it was a good time. Sweet, fun. but that's what I've been up to. Yeah, see any good movies lately? No, nah, you know, not really. Well, wait, hold on. I saw like I saw two movies. One was a lot better than the other. You? <laughs> <laughs> You're still horrible at transitions. I'm horrible at transitions. I'm trying. So, yes, we went and we've seen a couple movies actually in the past few days actually. Um, so that's why we were like, let's record the first yes. episode talking about a couple of these movies. So, um, the first one I wanted to kind of get into, cause I don't want to go too deep. So I, that's why I kind of didn't, I stalled. I didn't know which direct, what one you wanted to go at. Yeah, you I, didn't, I, I thought you were going to touch this one at the end and I was no, like, uh, no, no, no. we're right. going to finish strong. All we're, right. We're, I want to, I want to kind of touch on this and I don't want to go too deep because I understand when it comes to movies and talking about what you think about movies, it's very, very subjective. It's your mm-hmm. opinion, right? Yes. Um, and we had a conversation at work today where I was talking to one of these ladies I work with, and she made a comment, and she's completely right. Like, when you go to a movie, no matter what the movie is, when you go to a movie, whatever the story that's that's being played out on the screen or whoever the characters are, uh, Zars, whoever the characters are, uh, you bring – a piece of like you bring a piece of you to the story. So it's like whatever is going on in your life or whatever personality you are, whatever kind of thing is, is, you know, you bring it to the story. So like she may have noticed things in the movie where she saw connections or themes where I never would have thought of that Mm -hmm. because, you know, her experience is different than mine. Um, so that's why I don't want to stay on this too long because when it comes to movies where if I don't like it, Unless like the whole point to to me discussing it is to be like, yeah, sure. Let me tell you why it's completely shitty. Uh, and not to say that this one is. I just don't like going off about why I didn't like something. Understandable. And I, you know, and, Under- and, understandable. That's not, that's not unreasonable. That's not and, mean. It yeah. is a critique. And if you do it in a professional way, it's a proper way. And the other side of it is there are people who like they, they'll they like see this. something and they'll absolutely love it. And then when you start to find like point all the stuff out, it's like they didn't notice it. But then when you do, they're like, "Oh, you're right." And then it starts to kind of sour it for them. And I don't want to be that. Like I, I want them to hold on to that what they loved about yeah. it. Um. So we're talking about the Here, new Star Wars film, dude. So uh, let's say how long you want to talk on this for spoilers we'll see. for people. We'll see. Uh, okay, you know guys. what? Listen, spoilers because we're talking about two movies. Oh, we're that talking is true. about. We're talking about the new Star Wars Rise of, or no, the Last Jedi, right? Last Rise, Jedi. Of the, Rise of the Skywalker. I thought Rise of the Skywalker. Rise Which, of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. The Last Skywalker. Last Jedi was the last one. This one's Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So okay, yeah. So we're talking Rise of Skywalker, and we're talking Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Now, Give I your- went into this. So here's the weird thing, too. So anytime these movies are coming out, I'm excited to go to the theater. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go see this. 
I don't know what's been going on with me lately, but probably for the past year, I've not felt that. I didn't like. I never saw. I went and saw Endgame in the theater, but I didn't see Captain Marvel. I didn't see Joker in the theater. I didn't see a lot of these movies that I would normally be. And Joker was one I was excited to. I just didn't get a chance to, and then it was done. Um, But Star Wars came out, and I'm not sure if it was because a lot of the there was some weird stuff with what they did in the last film that kind of started making me feel like, uh, uh, I didn't really have that urge to want to go see it. But I went to see it anyway because no matter what, I want to see Star Wars on the yeah. big screen. I don't want to wait for that to come out on video. So we went to see this. And I didn't have too much like expectation into it. Like I knew we were we were going to get a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we were going to get a really good film. And I was hoping it was going to kind of wind everything up and, and tie everything up and just say, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Now now we have all these other characters that we're, we'll do things with in the future. You know, we'll do Disney Plus shows, we'll do extra movies, but everything that had to do with Vader, you know, Luke, Leia, Solo, all that original, this is it. This is the final chapter in that whole saga. And I just didn't get what I wanted out of it. Some of my, so let me tell you what I did like. Uh, actually, no, let me just tell you my critiques real quick. Tell me your thoughts and then we'll talk about some things that were cool on it and then we'll move on. Yeah. Okay. So the, my critiques on this was that I felt like it was too rushed. We rushed through a film super fast. Like so much shit happened so fast over like scene after scene after scene after scene mm-hmm. that it was like you didn't get a chance to kind of like process what's happening. Um, I felt like there were some parts of it that wasn't needed at all. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in certain character development. Um, except for today when we had this discussion. So originally part of my critique was that I was not happy with the Finn character because it felt like in this film, he came across as this kind of that. So those kids in high school or middle school, that puppy dog love that boy that follows the girl around and she's just kind of like, no, stop. And he's like, yeah, that's how he came across to me. So I'll come back to this a little later because we had a conversation Mm -hmm. earlier that made me think, oh, made me think differently. Um, But there were certain things there was like, there were certain points I felt were a little too over melodramatic. Like it was a little much. It was like, all right, come on. Like it's a little cheese. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was not happy at all with the fact that they had Carrie Fisher in there the way they did. You know what I mean? I would have been completely happy with with her uh, having been written off in between movies because, like I said, as fans, we know what happened. Yep. We want her treated with respect. We would have been very happy to know that she died in some peaceful way maybe in I was her expect- sleep or I something. I was expecting it. So that kind of was a little much for me. Um, and, yeah, I just felt like the writing – I really felt like – what they did with the last one, Last Jedi, when Ryan Johnson kind of went off and did his own thing, I really feel like it came. It, it, this came across like J.J. Abrams was doing his best to fix a lot of the stuff that he didn't want the mm-hmm. storylines to go that came out, you know, Last Jedi. Yeah, because it was written by someone else. And then just the very, I mean, the payoff, who Ray was, that bothered me. I was not a fan of that at all. That felt very forced. Like that probably wasn't the plan from the beginning, but then like probably they probably meant she was, you know, had she was going to be somebody and then 
they decided, oh, you're you're nobody. It was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, no, no, no. She's a somebody, but we can't do it this because we already said she's not this mm-hmm. or this. So what way can we go, right? I don't know. It just felt meh. They just plucked it. And then there was just a few times in that film where it felt to me like I was being I was watching a movie. And because we are kind of into D&D and stuff, but I felt like I was watching a film where characters were going through a D&D quest and things just happened conveniently. And and the, the scene I point to is the thing with the serpent where he was injured. Now, I like that. That was cool. It was cool to show the power that Ray mm-hmm. had, right? Also, it was kind of cool to see like the animal. Like I was telling him at work today, um, this thing's a serpent, right? It's got like this this like nasty teeth and looks absolutely horrendous. But when she was healing it and it was almost got, had that kind of, I wanted to pet it. It seemed like it was like, it was like saying thank you kind of. And then it slithers away. And all of a sudden there's the, the hole that they needed to get out of the underground. I didn't notice the hole. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was what that was. I thought like, Oh shit, there was just a giant serpent and, she healed it and it went away. And there was a hole right behind it. And I that's how they got the out. Hole. See, but that's where I was just kind of like, it's a little much. And there was there, that happened throughout the film where there was a lot of stuff that was convenient. So it didn't, it felt a little lazy in the writing for me. Um, so those were my critiques. And I do have some things I liked about it, but I want to hear what you think. So I went in with zero expectations. <laughs> I, I'm being honest. Like yeah. I, I went in with zero expectation of nothing to expect whether good or bad. And it was kind of weird trying to explain it out. And what I've come to a conclusion with is that the force awakens hyped it, hyped star Wars right back into like, this is what it must've felt like in the seventies of getting ready for something big. Like, cause this had showed promise. This showed the growth of an, of a new, of like the franchise is back and it is going to do good. The last movie I went in expecting something to match the Force Awakens at least because you're thinking, oh, you know what? They're going to kind of do like the Empire model. So this is going to be even better, but not this can be even better than Force Awakens. And it definitely wasn't to me. So with this one, I was just so tired of just being let down from the movies because this was just during the time of like Marvel trying to put out or not Marvel Fox trying to put out their X-Men movies. So it was just like, man, just show me some cool shit. I want to see some lightsabers. I want to see some space battles. Let me let me see some force movements. Let me see the actors. Let me see these. Let me see these characters that you know I don't mind, like seeing Chewie. Um, I honestly liked Kylo uh, Kylo Ren. I really do like him as a character, and I was excited to kind of see him just do some lightsaber battles. I like Je- Ray as a Jedi when she was like doing her training. So I'm like, all right, cool. If I get to see another lightsaber battle between the two, sure, why not? I wasn't expecting the ending to be good. I wasn't expecting them to give me any answers. So I went in generally neutral. And I'll tell you, leaving everything you've said, you've you've mentioned about the plot, I can fully agree to. There is nothing I can try to do to defend it other than I wish they would have maybe split this in a, into like a four-hour four hour movie. I don't know who suggested it this morning. You were um, – I think they're trying to keep with the whole like three at a time thing. So Which I get. But even then, because we, I talked to another friend of ours that when I said that to, he even kind of gave me a look at him like, you're, you're right. Because no matter on your timing as a writer, you should still be able to know where to call the shots and where to make cuts and edits to make it still somewhat work. So it shouldn't have been as bad as it was, I feel. Like it just felt very just one main scene after another and there was no fucking lag. And it was just, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. And it was like, Jesus, so much. You could fucking barely follow it. 
It was just where they going next to it was very hopping. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's the thing. Like I said to you before, like for you, when you say like, as long as you get to see this, 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 you're happy. That's why I don't want to make it like sound, you know, I don't want to. Cause if, if for, for you, if for people who are like that, that are just like, I just want to see stuff and that's cool enough for me. Like, that's cool. But for me, like I need depth. I need plot. I need something to pull me mm-hmm. in and make me care for characters. I want a reason for sitting there because if it was just that I wanted to see a lightsaber battle, I got YouTube. I could pull it up and find kids that can literally produce that shit and make it look badass. The equivalent of what we would see on mm-hmm. screen. Um, if I wanted to see any of all that other stuff new and not have to watch the same stuff I've watched before, I'd pull up YouTube and watch all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to have something behind what I'm watching. Now, in that same respect, because this is tied to a story that I'm literally invested in since this, you know, I was a kid with the original mm-hmm. movies, um, it, it was it was not satisfying at all to to kind of finish off their story, you know. Uh, I don't know. Again, there was a lot more that I, I there's so much more I could say that I did I was not happy with. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to like bring it down the entire time. There was a lot of cool shit that did happen in there. So what what cool shit did you um, end up? Leaving I do like liking? that new little droid. I like that you little do? that rolling around that actually speaks. Like you can yeah. actually understand them. That one's kind of cool. That dude's a little cool, dude. Uh, and I, you know, and it was weird how they gave it that kind of personality, a little, um, like abused. Yeah, this is like nope. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. treated wrong. Like she couldn't just touch, and it's like a metal. Like it's really it. How does it like know it's going to hurt, right? The droid had feelings. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. I thought, uh, I, oh, I love those fucking sand speeder looking things they where cool. they launched the uh, the stormtroopers off the back, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal the way it looked. And then the fact that the stormtroopers now have jetpacks and fly. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. I, I like that a lot. that they never had that before. No, you're just, you, you were used to uh, like Boba Fett. I think you're used to that. Yeah. It, yeah. I guess only like bounty hunters or like someone specific, but now it's just stormtroopers in general can fly that. Yeah. So that was cool. There was a lot of really cool visuals. Like they always knock it out of the park when they Mm -hmm. have new planets and, and, and new like terrain for you to check out. Uh, so I did like that. Um, you know, and I liked that it was different kinds of planets. Cause there was that one that they went on, uh, where it was like almost like a police state where all yes. the stormtroopers were stopping people and there was like spotlights everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I did like the introduction of that new character with the red helmet. I don't know who mm-hmm. she is. Poe's friend. I did like her. She had kind of a cool, like uh, she had a cool look and a cool like, attitude. So she was cool. Um, you think they're going to do a series with her and him? Probably do. They did do a lot of stuff. Do a movie of, of who them? knows? I mean, they added a lot of stuff so that they could play off and do other things, knowing they have Disney Plus at their at their disposal. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of cool to it. Um, and it, again, it was cool to see some of the the older. Like it was nice to see Harrison Ford again. It was weird though to see him solid like i don't know I've, i was and I, not that he has the force but he should have had some sort of other kind of mm-hmm. i don't know it was just kind of weird out of I, nowhere i it was cool i think they tried to show that it wasn't the force that it was more or less his own subconscious creating it i think i think that's what it is. i didn't take it as harrison ford being a spirit i took it as more, oh really i took almost it as like that. he almost ren was going crazy oh wait you know what i was thinking too the, a lot of what he was saying was familiar i want to go back and watch force awakens and is it is it they just he played the whole thing out again because it was almost the exact same things he was saying i thought he was going to stab himself 
or stab him. I thought when he was holding the saber, I thought he was going to stab him or stab himself. But it was literally replaying out. I don't. Like, I, don't I think know for it, sure. I, I'm almost positive it's the same dialogue. It looked, I'm gonna have to look back. I thought it was his. I thought it was kind of like so he that snapped. makes sense. Well, not that he snaps, but, but it makes sense if he's replaying that out in his head, and instead he you know makes the he goes the other direction. Um, I'll look into that. I'll check. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. check that. Or is that? Yeah, I don't know. It could I, don't, be... I don't think it's Harrison Ford being the force. I don't think it's supposed to be a, a force. No, 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 no. He's not. He no. doesn't have force. He wasn't the force. No. Uh, anyway, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. Um, and you're going to have your reasons for why you love it and hate it. Uh, I'll say. You know, who cares what I think? It's just my thoughts. You know, you don't have to give a shit what I think. You could love it all you want. I'm, I wish it would have ended differently. I wasn't un, unhappy with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have wished it would have been a lot different to it. But I'm excited to, to see where we're going to go now. What other stories do we have? Uh, there's so much in the lore and, and canon and books and all these things that they could just pull from. There's so much they could work with. It'll really be interesting. Did. I mean, they set up for so many more new characters too. But apart from that, like the idea of the way Ray ends up, like the way it, the movie settles and resolves itself with the with the saber, it just kind of builds this new plethora and idea that well, what is the next main series going to go? Are they going to follow a new direction? And we'll see. You know what? I honestly, I'm excited because I've been hearing that they're going to be pushing for a Knights of the Old Republic series. I think that's kind of cool. And the idea of like, like, like Lord Revan and that and Malik. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, like, they should. They should do the old school really stuff. The cool. stuff that's way, way, way before like. like obi-wan or any of the people it was like you know. thousands of years before yeah. qui-gon and yeah 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 you're talking way early that'd be rad i'd be into seeing those i like that i like that i mean encoder like it's one of the few games that like i've bought it on xbox play i uh, on my mac i've beaten it like two or three times on pc go. i love it all right so, you want to move on to our main discussion main discussion for the night is kevin smith's jay and silent bob reboot here it is <laughs> all right you motherfuckers i know you're in there Come out right now! Stop the motherfucking plan! This son of a bitch doesn't have a dick! He's got a fucking dick! He just got it tucked in! Identify yourselves, motherfuckers! I'm Jay, and this my head will life made Silent Bob! Don't tell me you guys have no idea there's a new comic book movie being made of the old comic book movie you two are the basis for. That old ass star-studded piece of shit, that movie sucked balls. Suck asshole too. Your Honor, I object. I'll allow it, that movie did suck balls and asshole. We got three days to get to Hollywood and stop this reboot from ever happening. Boys, I had a baby. Jay, brace yourself. You're about to meet our love child. I think I'm gonna need to see a blood test. No, Jay. This is my daughter, Millennium Falcon. Can you take us to Hollywood with you? Fuck no, man. It's a tough-ass neighborhood. Either you take us to Hollywood, or I stab you both to death on my own front fucking lawn. And on that note, we cue the music. Fuck! I'm glad you guys are smoking back there. I was driving someone about a week ago, and he took a uh, big shit. You have no idea how hard it is to get the smell out of pleather. Yo, methods. Let's do this. Bong. 
Yay! It's Jay and Silent Bob. I just found out I have a kid, but I don't know how to be a father. Anybody with cum can be a father, but only love can make you a dad. How you gonna talk about love and you flinging cum all over the place? That shit's unseemly, bro. What do you guys think about this reboot? It sucks. There, I said it. And who's directing this shit anyway? Kevin fucking Smith? Smells like this reboot went up in smoke. Boom, 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 boom. So, this was one of the movies that came out in the theater. And again, I wasn't super excited. Like, I have to go see it in the theater. I was like, I'll just wait for it to come out in streaming. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, Do do you just hit an age where you just start going, eh, I don't want to go to the movies. I'm going to wait for it to come out on video. I'll wait for it to come out at Blockbuster. Last time Uh, I went to the films on my own. The films? The the. The, the, the picture, the picture show. Good Last Lord. time I went to the picture Last show. Last time you went to the talkies. <laughs> yeah, was Power Rangers. Okay. Since then, <laughs> apart from what movies we've seen together through like Marvel and Star Wars movies, I've only seen Get Out, uh, Quiet Place, and Midsummer. All because Amber wants to go see them. So I'm like, all right, why not? Let's go. Like I haven't gone to the movies for myself since Power Rangers, really. Yeah. Other than like, you know, like the standard, like how am I not going to see? End game, yeah. Like that. So, so Kevin Smith puts know. out Jane Silent Bob reboot. So, like Kevin Smith, we know has been kind of going back to the well with his old characters, right? Kind of just revisiting them, seeing what's happening. We saw him do Clerks too. Mm-hmm. Um, he really tried to get Mallrats two done. He yeah. tried to get it as movie. It didn't work out. They wouldn't do it. He tried to get it as a series. It was almost picked up, and then it didn't work out. Uh, he tried to do Clerks three, and it yep. didn't work out. Um, he made a couple other movies in he between. Did Tusk, yeah. Yoga Hosers. What greenlit and said Jane Silent Bob reboot? What was the thing that triggered this one? Was it um, an event? So no, it's actually it's part of a a production company, and I might be talking out of my ass. I might be missing a lot of stuff here, but I know it's a production company where it's crowdsourced, crowdfunded. <gasps> It's a crowdfunded production company. So if you donated to the making of this film, those were the people at the end that helped, you know, pay for it and all that stuff. Okay. So um, they were part of it, but then also Saban Films came in and fronted the rest of the money, and and he made the film. Well, you could definitely see where they got enough probably uh, sponsors through. I mean, there's references, and it's clear like Saban was a yeah. part of the film. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's like their, that. that's the the company that made it. Uh, so the thing is, is is Kevin wanted to do. He wanted to be able to go back to the well again, right? But he wanted to kind of put a twist on it with commentary. The idea was, is the commentary is is that. Basically, all the movies we see coming out anymore are all remakes and reboots. It's rare where you mm-hmm. see originality come out of Hollywood. Uh, I mean, look at look at. I mean, look at us. We're talk, we just talked about Star Jedi Wars. and Sith, and like yeah. how many times have we seen that now over the past few summers? Every couple summers, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted to do a reboot with Jay and Silent Bob. So if you've seen any of his movies and you've seen the Jay and Silent Bob characters, you know about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. This was the film that featured those two main characters going to Hollywood to stop them from making a movie that were using their likeness. Uh, in one of the films, they were friends with a comic book artist who ended up making a comic book. Yep. And then uh, the rights were sold. Yes. To be able to make, be made into a movie. So in that film, they're all pissed off because the you know a bunch of critics were talking shit about them, and they were like, "Yo, yo, you know, 
we're not those assholes. Like we're the real Jay and Silent Bob. Uh-huh. So they were pissed. They Which, wanted to stop the movie. So just so critics couldn't talk shit about but, Jay real and quick, Silent Bob. Hold on, these critics that they're that they're pissed off about eight year old kids are children on the internet <laughs> talking shit on Reddit. <laughs> like it wasn't even critic critics. Yeah. So, yeah, because at the end of the movie, memory chases them down. Or yeah, he beats tracks them all, all of them down. Spends all the money to fly to each. He's like, "Are you?" You know, and says the name of the handle. Starts beating the shit out of them. Um, so, yeah. So the the idea is in this film, the reboot is that Saban Films. Now, this is the thing I like about this film. Oh, it's super it. meta. Saban Films purchased the rights to the original Blunt Man and Chronic movie, which was the name of the movie yes. that they went to stop. And they wanted to reboot that movie. Mm-hmm. And it was going to still have Blunt Man uh, as like the Silent Bob type yep. Batman. But Chronic, instead of Jay being played by a male, was now going to be played by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, is at the beginning of the film, we find out that Jay... And, I'm not going to give the whole plot away, but okay. just the beginning sets it up. So they get busted for uh, running a, an illegal okay. med- medical marijuana dispensary. And so when they go to court, there's a slimy lawyer there played by Justin Long who gets them to sign documents real fast saying, this will get you off the hook. Trust me, sign it. And they do. Yep. So when the when the judge is like, all right, so how do you plead? You know, you were caught with this. Uh, Justin Long's like, well, I'm a Hollywood lawyer. Uh, they weren't actually selling weed. This was all a live promotion for the new movie coming out by Saban Films for Blunt Man and Chronic. And these are the likenesses. And blah, blah. he said, oh, okay. He goes, all right, well, you guys are off the hook, right? Cool. And he goes, all right, next case is Hollywood versus Jay and Silent Bob. And they're like, wait, what? Justin Long gets up from the table, goes over to the prosecutor table, sits down and goes, yes, I'll be representing Hollywood. And he talks about how basically they signed their life rights and their likenesses away mm-hmm. a few moments earlier. So Saban Films not only owns Blunt Man and Chronic, the movie, they own the names Jay and Silent Bob and their likenesses. So the idea is, is Jay and Silent Bob are pissed. Jay's like, no, we're going to go to Hollywood because in Hollywood, there's a movie that they're about to film. At a San Diego Comic Con style thing, right? Chronic Con. Uh, yeah, it was a. It, it, they were going to film not a movie, a scene it's for a Blunt scene Man for and Blunt Chronic, and it's supposed to be like the gathering of all these Blunt Man and Chronics, right? And the idea is, is this film, uh, the scene in this film, is so important, it has to be shot on this day, and if it doesn't, then they can't make the movie. Screw the movie; it can't be done. So Jay and Silent Bob are like, "Well, duh, let's just go stop that scene from happening, and then they can't make the movie, and we get our likenesses back, right?" Mm-hmm. Reboot. Here we go. It's fucking great. Same exact. It's not same exact because there's a lot that happens in the movie that's very different, but it still follows the same premise. They are making their way across the uh, the country to try to stop this film from being made. Uh, they come across a lot of wacky characters. They come across a lot of familiar characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come across new characters that are very familiar, and it's because it's a reboot. Yep. So I saw it the other night. Absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I thought it was amazing. There was so much that was like, oh, this is so good. But the reason I loved it is because in an hour and 40-something minutes, it took its time to tell you a story and build a story and actually get you to care about the characters. 
there were three different moments in this movie that I had tears falling down my face because it was heart. Anything. It was heartwarming. Like it was literally there was there is heart in this movie. There is literal heart and like soul in this movie and these characters. And then there's scenes where I'm just busting my ass laugh, oh. and they're so amazing. Uh, characters are all I mean so many callbacks to all of his other movies characters from his movies uh, the character like dude it was awesome this was was, fucking amazing this was one of those movies especially for me because I know our connection to Kevin Smith is a little bit different because he's kind of what inspired you to start off of everything and as I was starting into this podcasting and this field you introduced me to Kevin Smith so I came in not literally but to his works yes you introduced me to Kevin Smith's works and um like I knew comic book men but I didn't realize how much larger everything else was and to have followed and watched all those movies progressively and build into this you the view askew universe that he has built with all of these characters and personalities to then see it inspire us what we do to then be able to watch a movie of it kind of being rebooted. It was really awesome to see this take and kind of like being revisited to all these actors and actresses in just one set movie where you're like, oh, I remember them and I forgot. And I loved it. There was a, um, I knew there was a, a heartwarming connection that was going to end up making me cry at some point. I didn't know how <laughs> intense it was. And uh, actually got it twice. Uh. I told you, dude. Like, I told I, I, you. I love like this was a, a, such a great movie that like part of me wishes I didn't rent it for five dollars and wish you I wanted to bought own it, it for ten bucks. Like I should just bought it for fucking ten bucks. Just like watch it anytime you want, over and over. Home. You're gonna go home and buy it anyway. I'm going. You to. know, you're going. I, I may get it on DVD. It's a good DVD. Blu-ray. What is that? Is yeah, that a Blu-ray. thing still? DVD is still a thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I make I make it on Blu-ray just to have. What it was it? Wasn't that in the movie where he's like, "Isn't is DVD still a thing?" Oh yeah, he has a copy of a DVD. What was the movie? Remember Jay has it and he's like, "This is a copy." Where he goes, "Is DVD still a thing?" I don't remember. Ah oh, shit, oh. I can't remember what it was now. See, here's the thing too about where one of the issues brought up with Star Wars is that oh, it jumped from too many scenes. It was too hard to follow. This one really jumped from scene to scene to scene. But, but you it, could follow it. it you knew exactly clear. what was happening. Yeah, I think that's the thing about Star Wars is because there's like literally 50 million things happening on the screen all at once in some scenes that that's what and where is this you're following a story and these two guys guys. interacting with whoever they're interacting with which i do love how he texts now (laughs) oh so they bring silent bob into the modern age and they give him a smartphone so that he can communicate and And all his sounds like this hold on he's got a whole lot of like this yeah, you hear all the tap, 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 like tap, tap, an and, then tur- and then he turns the, the phone around and it's one emoji, only one emoji expressing however he feels. Oh, it's so good. Here's another update, which was awesome. Uh, the movie opens, right? So the way they get busted <laughs> with their, with their uh, medical marijuana dispensary is that they have a storefront next to the quickie stop. So the RTS video got shut down. The video store's gone was because replaced nobody by a re- red box. Yeah, there's a red box out there now, but now there's this new like baked, get it? Baked yep. chicken uh sandwich store was, called Cocksmokers. Cocksmokers. <laughs> Which the bailiff, by the way, one of my favorite actors, Joe Joe Oh, Mangi- oh, oh Man- Mangiello. Mangiello, Mangiello one of my favorites. Name is. He's fucking awesome. He is awesome, dude. And when he kind of broke his it was like you know that laugh was legit. There was no figure like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, Justin oh. Long did good too with that character. Dude, I love that. character. You almost didn't know it was him for a second. Well, no, the way I, he was talking and the way he was. No, I knew it was himself. him. But I thing is, I you go, know you were going. Wait, 
from what? from Zach and Mary. Well, that's why because I didn't know oh, that because okay. I'm like, wait, Justin Long isn't Tusk. Like he's yeah. fucking sewn up right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, is this his other character? Isn't that it's like, awesome. It is. That's when he started making the Hollywood dick jokes, and I was like, it is. There's so many it good. It is fucking great. I love this movie. Yeah, there were so many, so many good spots in the movie. So what are was, we not breaking this? Are we breaking nah, this? No, I don't want to go crazy okay. on it. I don't want to spoil it either. So what was one of you, like, well, there would okay. be some spoilers here and there, but like, so what was your favorite part in the movie? Like, some of your favorite parts. Who was I, your favorite cameo? Dude. The, you know what I liked? Okay. Sorry. Okay. I keep interrupting. I'm like, what was your thing? Hey, guess what? Uh. How about how they wrap? They kind of he kind of wraps up and gives you what happened at the end of Dogma, like what happened to Loki, Matt Damon's character. Dude. There's a scene in this, so this have like the movie's going along, you're following what happens. All of a sudden, there's this kind of break real quick, just like out of and nowhere, and it goes to this church, and then there's inside the church in the pew is Matt Damon, and he just kind of turns around, looks directly at the camera, and just starts telling you. So the last time you saw me, and he tells you everything that happened, and then back to the movie. I I kept thinking like, wait. <laughs> the fuck is that connected to? And it was until the movie ended. I'm like, wait, yeah. there was no connection there. I thought the rebirth was happening. He's like, you're about to witness the rebirth. Or, and I was like, wait, what? Where's the rebirth? And I'm like, oh, that was just complete side yeah, tangent. Dude, it was shit. so many. There's so many cool I, things. Um, I really enjoyed the because uh, he does it in with um, where no one would buy a movie that's been rebooted. and They do all do the camera. They look all look again. at the camera. See, I love certain things still follow. Do you remember what and that so, they did that in before? It was in um, this first one. Yeah. And when they're talking to Matt Damon's character and then they all look at the camera. No, Ben Affleck. Or Ben Affleck, not Matt Damon. Yeah. They all turn and look. And um, honestly, I love all the side cameos. From his friends, like just any scene, just a quick psych. And James not, Vanderbeek was back. Vanderbeek was great. What's his name from the American pie, pie? The pie fucker. Calls him a pie fucker. <laughs> they were back. Uh, oh, <laughs> cute. Brian Quinn was, was in it. Brian, uh, Brian uh, Quinn's cameo. Phenomenal. All the Tom Steve gave guys, all the guys from the first mm-hmm. Clerks movie. You, so, honestly, no. So it takes place, like we were talking about how there's, there's this Comic-Con going on. It's Chronicon. And all the, like, the logos look like San Diego Comic-Con logos. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where they're going through where there's panels and stuff, and one of them is the 25th anniversary panel for Clerks. And when you look at them, all the guys are in black and white. Everything's colored, but all the car- all, like all the people are in Yo, black and I white. I love that. That was um, so awesome. I would say I do love a cameo with his wife. <laughs> I think it was so fucking funny. Oh, it was just yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And just cut, just, all right, cool. That's pretty funny. Um. I personally, one of my favorite actresses is Joey uh, Lauren Adams. Joey Lauren Adams. So having that at the end was just a great. uh, Yeah. So yeah, she comes back the chasing Amy character, uh, her and and Ben Affleck's character. Yep. That was cool. It was cool too. So you got to kind of get a you get you get a feel for what happens with their characters Mm -hmm. and where they move on to. And the funny thing is, is in this movie. So the fun here's a funny thing too is that in this movie and in Star Wars. They did this kind of thing where they wrote into the film kind of like a wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, we could do this as a series or another movie, right? So in Star Wars was the Lando Calrissian scene. At the very end, when he was talking to that one girl who was a stormtrooper too – uh, at one point, he she was, was asking about like, she, her past. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Where are you from, or who are your parents?" Something like that. She like, goes, "I, I don't, don't remember." He's like, "Well, maybe we should find out." And so that's kind of like saying, "Hey, we're gonna have our own TV show mm-hmm. or whatever." Um, and this one, they this did one, perfect. The reason I like it is because Kevin Smith doesn't hide it. He literally straight up talks about how what's happening in this film and the reason uh, Ben Affleck's character is there from chasing Amy is that. 
his comic book chasing Amy has been optioned for a Netflix TV show. And the Netflix TV show is going to focus on what happened after the comic, which is exactly what he's showing us on the screen, like where they are in their life. So it makes you go, I want to see that Netflix show. Cause I want to know how they got here now. So is it called making Amy? Who knows? But how awesome is that? Dude, I love it. I, I love it. He was so blatant. Like, he literally is like, it's a net, it's a Netflix show we're doing. Like, like, if it already wasn't in production, it's not. I looked it up. I'm like, okay, let me just see if this is for up. real. It's Damn not it. at all. It's not at all. He but literally put that so to put it in people's faces. How long before you think it's? It'll be out soon, easily. I can't wait because I love chasing Amy, and that's the thing. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my top five movies. I think of all time. I love that movie. I can watch that movie. That is it's a an very intense movie. It is a very strong movie. But it is one of my top five favorites. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We've got a friend who's never seen one of these movies, none of the Kevin Smith movies. And I'm like, well, no, that's not true. He saw Tusk. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like that's like- So I have to show him all these other movies now. I can't wait. It's going to be fun because I get to go on the journey again. Like I love that, going through all mm-hmm. the characters again and reintroducing people to them. And then, yeah, it's well, fun. I, well, it's cool because you did that for me and I did that for Amber. And there then we actually did it for my sister, Lindsay. And when you do it again, it's kind of like you get to rediscover the characters mm-hmm. again and enjoy it again. And well, I maybe right pick way. up little things. We watch, I, I actually don't think we watch Clerks because black and white, I know, is harder for younger kids to kind of – black and white movies are weird with younger, with younger generations, I feel. Unless if they you look want at, to. So here's the thing. There's two black and whites. There's black and white because it's old or there's black and white because it was kind of artsy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what this one – well, not really. This one was because it was uh, financial. They couldn't afford color yeah. film, so – but so I don't think she's ever actually seen Clerks. I think she's tried to, but she's seen Mallrats, Dogma, Chasing Amy, Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Like she's seen them all. So uh, so it was really kind of cool. So I you know I think it's awesome. We found we found a friend that hasn't seen them. In the yeah, well, we get to go through and they're it again. a film person too. So they're gonna go in with yeah. A I'm like, dude, different... how did he, he's a writer and a film person. It's like how have you not seen any of these? If you're if that's what you're into, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, I definitely would recommend this movie because it's one of these that you would watch over and over. Mm -hmm. At least for me. Like, for me, it brings me back. I probably should buy this movie because I will watch it. I'm going to buy it. I'm definitely buying it digital so I can access it wherever, not DVD. How old were you when you first watched Maybe I'll buy VHS. When I first watched Clerks, I was probably nine. I I was late to Clerks. It wasn't like it was in the theaters. Mm -hmm. It was already out on video. Okay. Uh, Because I was working with a guy in Florida, and he was told he was like, "You never heard of that?" I was like, "No." And so I went to his house and we watched it. I was like, "Oh my god, it's freaking awesome!" Right? He's like, "Wait till you see Mallrats." I was like, "Oh my god!" And then it was, and then after that is where I started watching in the theaters. Um, But Clerks, let's see. I was working in Chase. I was probably 19, okay, 19 or 20 so when I first came across the Same age when you had me introduced to it then. No, you're a little older. No, I was like 20. Dude, it was 21. Before Amber. I turned 21 while I was dating Amber. It was BA? It was BA, yeah. Wow, before Amber. <gasps> Yo, I can chronologically. I can't wait to tell her that tonight. Oh, there is God. A, there's a BA. Oh, God. Badass. So there you go, folks. The first episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Also the last episode. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do um, that to me. <laughs> That's not funny. 